0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Give me some details. How did this thing come about and what's it going to look like? The NBA has been talking about this for years. All 30 teams will participate in our very first ever NBA in-season tournament. Oh, razzle, dazzle, oh, next
2: level.
3: So the NBA just dropped a mid-season tournament. Interesting.
4: Finally you have something that allows teams to be super engaged early in the season. I
5: really feel like it's going to be the young stars Uh that are going to thrive in this sort of thing. Oh my
1: goodness! Every single team has a chance to win this cup.
3: Welcome to the NBA Today, NBA End Season Tournament Schedule Release Special.
5: Welcome to NBA Today's in-season tournament schedule release special. The full crew is in the building, man. Family, I missed you guys. We're like a little little yay, rainbow today. Yay! <laughs> Shanae Gumake. Wow. <laughs> Richard Jefferson. So begins. Hendrick Perkins. I'm Malika Andrews. Back like we never left. Woj Bobby Marks, Ramona Shelburne, Mark Spears, Brian Windhorst. The whole crew is stopping by as well as we unveil the schedule for the 60 group play games. that's going to shape the in-season tournament. And I know right now everyone is thinking. How does this work? Can we get a little bit of a reminder? Thank goodness we have Richard Jefferson.
4: Yep. Yeah, thank you. Roll it for the people, roll it for the people, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, everybody, the NBA first ever in-season tournament is now official. But how does it work? Like this. First up is group play all 30 teams will be split into six groups three from the east three from the west with a random draw based on last year's regular season records each team in a group plays each other one time a total of four games two at home two on the road now those games happen tuesdays and fridays in november so set your calendar basically these regular season nba games also count as tournament games now in each group the team with the best group play record after those four games they're moving on the team with the next best record in each conference those two are the wild cards always watch out for the wild cards now we get to the knockout round eight teams single elimination and you know what that means win and move on or lose and you're out And the last four teams standing, guess what? You're headed to Vegas, baby. That's right. In Las Vegas, the semifinal battles will get us to the championship game on December 9th. Two teams in a winner-take-all final to be named champion and be awarded the first ever NBA Cup.
3: That sounds nice so job. simple, Rich. So was, was that the same white shirt? Like, oh, are no, no, you rotating? You, or you got a collection.
4: Oh, I got of a collection of white shirts. You got to cr- keep it crispy and white, especially summertime. People, you guys get it. You Okay. Understand. That
5: so, actually got me hyped. Good job, Richard. Yeah, you're we're welcome. I appreciate we yeah. you. All right, are we ready? Should we should we get it started? Yeah, yeah I'm, I, feel I'm like, ready. I feel like I feel like it's that time. We have to start in the Western Conference. Here we go, because the West is broken up into three groups, made up of five teams each. Right. All right. Group A, headlined by a trio of teams that made the playoffs last year: the Grizzlies, the Lakers. The the Sun. Group B boasts plenty of star power, right? With Jokic, Kawhi, Zion, Luka. And then Group C, it features the Golden State Warriors, along with the Kings, the, the Wolves, and the Thunder, and then obviously number one pick overall, Victor Wembanyama. So let's get to the games, right? Group play, it kicks off on November 3rd when the reigning champion Denver Nuggets host Luka Doncic, Kyrie Ooh. Irving, and the Mavs at 10 o'clock on let's ESPN. Go.
4: Hey, that's where the champions get to kind of start the defense of their titles. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets started. In Dallas, look,
5: they made a lot of... They made some moves. They brought some people back. So this is a good early season test. And, and a then, game for
6: Luka as well.
5: Yep. The following week on November 10th, we have LeBron, AD, the Lakers. They head to Phoenix oh, no, to square per- off birthday. against the Suns. Oh. I might have to go there. And the yeah. new big three. Are we pulling up for Perk Day? I'll
4: get you some birthday cake. <laughs> well,
5: then on
4: November 14th, that's
5: the two early favorites for Rookie of the Year, they take center stage on TNT, the Spurs. They head to Oklahoma City. And then we also have a rematch of one of the most dramatic, dramatic series from last year. You can see Webb Benyama and Chet Holmgren there, but one of the most dramatic series in the playoffs, of course, it was the Golden State Warriors. They head to Sacramento on November 28th on TNT. So those are the headline group play matchups, right? Those are just a couple of the games. We're going to reveal more and more of them throughout the show. But big perk, as you look at the national TV slate in the West here, which one are you looking forward to the most?
3: You know, Labor Day is coming up in a couple of weeks, yes, right? Sir? One of my favorite holidays. You know why? Tell us why. Because the barbecue pits are smoking. Hey. Uh-huh. Putting the chicken and the ribs yes, on the sir. grill. Yes, sir. And you know what else you got on there? Uh-oh. The beef. The beef? Oh, Yeah, the Ooh. beef. Let's I make see. hamburgers. <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm looking at the Warriors and Kings. Yes. We look at last postseason. We saw the tension. We saw some bonus Draymond Green going there. We saw De'Aaron Fox talking noise to Draymond Green. We saw the matchup. The head-to-head matchup with Steph and Fox. I'm looking forward to see and if Harrison Barnes still got that chip on his shoulder for the Golden State Warriors trading them, right? So I'm looking at this matchup. This is must-see TV every single time these teams, two teams come together. Okay,
4: so the, look, that was a great pick. That was a great pick. That was my second pick. My, my first pick is the Denver Nuggets versus the Dallas Mavericks. Now, the Dallas Mavericks, we saw what happened at the end of the year. We saw that they kept their pick. We saw that they brought in more talent. And look, we know that the, the pairing of Luka and Kyrie, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs. Do I think they'll play well? Yes. But Denver, this is where it starts for them. It starts game one. You have yep. to start showing the entire league that you're here to repeat. And there hasn't been a repeat champion since when?
3: Five years. Golden State,
4: Golden State Warriors State. were no. the last team to repeat. So if they have all the talent, which they do, I think Denver setting the tone early versus a Dallas team that should be hungry.
6: All right, I see. But I actually want to go back to a national holiday, Kendrick Perkins' birthday, because uh, on that day, we get the Lakers and we get the Suns. And I think this is a game? Yeah. Why are y'all squirming in the back? No, this smiling. is true. No, he's, he's with you. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. You guys look like you're always beefing since uh, we're talking about beef. These two teams <laughs> have all the star power. You yep. see AD, you see LeBron James. We've got six All-Stars combined touching the floor. I know D-Lo one as well. And then also, you link up the other side. I mean, the Suns, Katie, Beal, Bull look, there are going to be points that go up. They're going to be like beef. We saw what happened with the Warriors and the Suns. Like, these guys, when they compete at a high level, it's going to be fun. So I look at that matchup for all the star power, the championship expectations. That's the one I got not to mention. We
5: haven't seen Kevin Durant versus LeBron James since 2018, so Has we're going a- yeah. to so get a So a- <laughs> We're going to get a couple of chances early on in the season to take a look at those two greats go head to head. But it's a good day for Perk because not only are we celebrating your birthday months <laughs> early, but I agree with you to start the show. It is all about the Sacramento Kings versus Golden State Warriors early on here. Oh, wow. That seven-game wow. series was incredible. I, I do want to see right of the Warriors. How are they going to look with Chris Paul early on? Is it going to be those veteran teams that are going to be taking these early games seriously as they are trying to build towards something later? Or a team like the Sacramento Kings, I said it in the open here, they are poised to be interesting in this sort of tournament because they're young, they're hungry, they want to win on some level so they can kind of get a little bit of a building block there. They did a great
4: job in the regular season. And this is a regular season (laughs) In-season tournament. 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 You All
5: right, it. that is the national slate in the West. But how about, my friends, we head over to the East because we have so many more games to get into. A quick reminder for the groupings of this conference. Group A, the Sixers, the Cavs, the Hawks. You can see this totality there. Group mm. B, headlined by the Bucks, the Heat, and the Knicks. I like that group. And then Group C, it features the Celtics, who are the favorites, right, to win the inaugural in-season tournament. Group so, A, So yeah. The Knicks and the Bucks, Richard. They kick off group play on November 3rd in Milwaukee. That's on ESPN. Rich, you came around last year to the Knicks. Do you think they can stop the Bucks in Group B here? Uh,
4: uh, <laughs> you know what? Yes, I do. I Look, okay. I think it'll be close. Again, You just, it's a matter of who plays versus some mm-hmm. of the lesser teams. Watching Brunson play for USA Basketball, yep. he looks like he's ready to take a leap. I like him.
5: Not to mention, you know, we all, all expectations are Giannis is going to be good to go at the beginning of the season, but it might take a little bit of time to get in full swing. All right, November 10th, the Celtics, they take on the Nets at 7.30 Eastern. Perk, Boston, the only team in their group that won a playoff game last year. So no excuses for them to win Group C, or what, what are we feeling here? Right, so no
3: whatsoever. So well. We've been hearing all this talk about Prozini. Yep. Jalen Brown got the bag. They have the better team. They have the superstar power. I feel like Jason Tatum, again, he's going to come out on the bench.
5: Sis, let's fast forward a little bit. November 21st, the Sixers. The ooh, Cleveland ooh. actually favored to win the group over Philadelphia. So walk me through <laughs> that. Do you, do you know makes sense? Yeah, it does why? make
6: sense because Philly is a little bit on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is my half birthday, November 21st, March 21st. We uh, celebrate uh, half birthday. Had to plug it in there. Uh, Darius, Donovan, Evan. <laughs> Mobley, who we all expect to make a leap. They did well, but not well enough, which means they're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. And this squad right here, oh, Joel Embiid, oh man, I
5: just, I know we'll get to that. With a little shrug. Oh yeah, we will. All right. Then November 28th on TNT. It's a rematch that I can't wait for. The Bucks and Giannis, they look to bounce back after getting upset by Jimmy Butler in the heat. This game can get kicked up another notch or maybe three or seven, right, if Damian (laughs) Lillard gets his wish and is playing at home in Miami by Thanksgiving. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, let's take a complete look at the nationally televised group play games in the Eastern Conference, including a couple of games on Black Friday. Boston is in Orlando on NBA TV at 2.30 Eastern. The Heat are in New York at 7.30 on ESPN. That is the first of our doubleheader. This is going to be fun. Do I have to work on my birthday? Yes. 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 You and Janay on her half birthday, be too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Still to come on NBA Today. James Harden, he made his feelings for Daryl Morey. Abundantly clear Ramona Shelburne is here with the latest on Joel Embiid's reaction to the entire situation. You're not going to want to miss that. And team USA's pursuit for gold. It is in full swing here. We're going to go live to Abu Dhabi with Brian Windhorst ahead of their two games against Greece and Germany that are coming up this weekend. Plus, we're going to continue to reveal all the must see matchups for the inaugural in season tournament. Who should be the favorite to win the West, Richard? Hold that thought. We're going to discuss NBA today. I'll be right back. Say, (laughs) got a lot of show left.
4: Can I get a coffee?
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup
7: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: I'm told that James Harden is seriously considering a return to Houston.
7: I'm here. We're, we're playing very very well, and yeah, I don't know where the report came from. Can Philadelphia win without Embiid? Harden, sizing up Harper. It's a three. What a perfect way to end the second round. Game 7 between the Celtics and the Sixers. This is disappointing. A disappointing ending for the Sixers. Our season is over, so sums it up right there.
4: He has the option to be a free agent. Scenario A would be to bring James back.
1: The Houston Rockets lose a, a real suitor in free agency. The
7: the liar. And I would never be a part of an organization that
1: makes me of this. This has been escalating behind the scenes all year. Now it is playing out in public.
5: Welcome back to NBA Today, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, Ramona Shelburne, and Adrian Wojnarowski joining us as the Harden saga it continues, because since Harden called Daryl Morey a liar yesterday during an event in China, the ripple effect, it has continued to keep the NBA news cycle running here. So Woj, I want to check in with you first. Since yesterday, where does it stand between Harden and the 76ers, and where does the relationship go from here?
1: Well, there is no relationship right now. That's mm, obvious, yeah. and It's really going to be a question between now and the start of training camp, into training camp, how much pain is James Harden willing to inflict on Daryl Morey, on the organization, and on himself, because this is a player who wants to continue to play in the NBA. He wants to continue to earn at a high level. It doesn't, you don't help yourself elsewhere in the future um, getting out of a situation this way. It's not helpful, but he wants out of Philly, and he showed over, He showed yesterday, and I think there's an expectation he's going to continue to show in a lot of different ways that bringing him back and imagining in Philadelphia a scenario where he's going to come back, play on this team, help this team win, um, is just not going to be an option for the Sixers. That's the message he's trying to get through to them and you have a sixer organization that knows we can't get back for him anything mm. that replicates James Harden that keeps us in our minds a contender that's going to keep Joel Embiid happy and try to maximize this window and right now listen there's another month or so until training camp yeah. and I don't know that we've heard the last of James Harden on this issue. No, I,
2: well, Somebody said to me yesterday, this is only the beginning. This is yep. just the beginning mm. of what James Harden is going to do to make life very uncomfortable for the Philadelphia 76ers going into training camp. And I think the expectation with, with Harden is, it's you know, the, Ben Simmons, they went through this with Ben Simmons. He didn't show up to camp. He left money on the table. Uh, that's not going to happen here with James Harden. This is going to be very uncomfortable, but it's going but it's but it Ben Simmons didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons stayed home, right? right? Like if you heard anything, it was it was it was not loud. This was With a microphone, let me repeat myself. And, you know, the the phrase I kept hearing was, this is just the beginning. Yep. And so I think the Sixers have to ask themselves, what are we prepared for? How do we handle this? Is there any way that they can get through this and and still have a productive season?
5: Ramona, can we drill down a little bit more into that? Because I know these situations are are vastly different between Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons, between James Harden. But it is another situation where Joel Embiid has a star teammate that now there is a discussion circulating around what is the future of this tandem so how is Joel Embiid from from what you've been told handling this
2: I mean look he just got back from his honeymoon he was in the Caribbean like this is what you come home to Welcome back, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think what's uh, what's difficult about this is that Joel Embiid still has a good relationship with James Harden. Yeah. Like, James Harden's beef is not with Joel Embiid or with any of the Sixers players. It's with Daryl Morey very pointedly. And I think Embiid is just tired of it being this uh, a story. This is an annoyance for everybody. Uh, but his, me- his mentality is really going into camp in the best shape he can get into – He's excited about the idea of playing with Tyrese Maxey and where he can go with his game. Maxey's been out here in Los Angeles working with Joel, his right. trainer, this summer. Um, and there's still a hope that maybe they can patch things up with Harden. But, uh, you know, look, you leave other people's problems to them. Right. But I think that's the the tactic right now that Embiid is taking is let you guys figure it out. It's not my problem. There's still, what, you know, a couple months to training camp. but. At some point, it becomes his problem. So
5: if that's everything that that is happening right now, we haven't had a chance to hear your take on the entire James Harden situation yet.
4: So I've been basically out of commission for the summer, but I've been watching things like a lot of people have from a distance. So I would like to share with you guys a little <laughs> bit of a history lesson. Perk, shall we? Come on. Come on, Perk. First
3: of all, not your
4: bodyguard. Come on, Perk. <laughs> Come on, let's show people this thing. So I want to I bring up a definition of something. This is my edition of Ladies and Gentlemen. We've done this from time to time. But I'm gonna show you the definition, because Perk is big on definition. Tampering. What is tampering? The act or process of changing, damaging or interfering with something, especially with intent to falsify, cheat or defraud the act or process of dealing secretively, improperly or underhandedly with someone. That is what tampering is, right? So let's see what uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are guilty of tampering. So James Harden declines a $47 million option, right? Okay, that seemed a little weird. And then on July 6th, the 76ers signed P.J. Tucker and Daniel House Jr. with extra flexibility under the apron. Why? Because James Harden opted out and gave them some flexibility. On July 27th, Harden signed a two-year $68 million deal with the player option, and that cut $14 million off of the cap, and that allowed them to sign those players. Now, what happened after that? On October 31st, stripped of the 2023 and 2024 second round picks why because there was conversations happening before this opt-out that allowed them to bring the players in so this is what i want to talk about when you're talking about tampering do you think perk and i'm gonna ask you this question do you think that the only tampering and maybe guarantees and things were only done between pj tucker and daniel house No, I don't. Okay, so if we want to kind of look back on the situation to bring us where we are today, because right now I feel like James Harden is like, I was promised something. I helped you out here because I was promised something on the back end. The back end never came and
3: now we're upset. Hold on go ahead Perry. Yeah but again they are friends. Well they were friends. Okay so it's a lot of things. I'm that friends were, until you uh, make me wrong. Yeah but James Harden did, him, did Darryl Moore wrong especially by going public with him and calling him a liar in public for the simple fact that Darryl Moore has had James Harden back. Not just the first to believe in him when he got to Houston and signed multiple Hundred million dollar contract, but James Harden, you know Daryl Moore knows where all the dead bodies are. Yeah, and, and you know, and you know I know. Okay, so okay, that's, great that's, that's day, great. that's Darren great. Daryl Morey taking the high roll right now. Daryl Morey's deeper than that.
4: Daryl Moore's taking the high roll because sometimes players can be saying like, "Hey, we'll give you the two hundred million, just come here." Let me give you an example of a little something that happened in the past. Right, Joe Smith. People might not know this, but he had an under-the-table agreement with Minnesota to sign three small deals before the team could give him bird rights and give him a max deal. So this happened. Now, I'm not saying this situation is the same. What we are saying is that there are behind-the-scenes deals that happen all the time. And when some of them go south, perk, sometimes a player's only option is to make things public because the media is not going to make them public. This is a
3: prime example that when people say it's not personal, it's business, <laughs> mm. that
1: they're lying. Because this personal This is business. business. Ladies this and gentlemen, personal.
5: Richard Jefferson this this Woj, last business. word on
1: this. Yeah, and remember, the, the NBA investigated last summer the idea of whether there was uh, an improper uh, deal set up for this year. Yep. And remember, too, uh, James Harden, he was very much in pursuit of a free agent offer from the Houston Rockets. And there was a sense throughout last season that with all that cap space, and it was part of the thought process in Houston, that they were going to go after James Harden. They ended up going for Fred Van Vliet, who became available. And Ime Udoka came in as head coach. Certainly preferred, I think the organization preferred Van Vliet in the end. But I think if James Harden had that kind of a deal, Mm. Richard, perhaps he would not have been out in the marketplace seeing what else was there for him. And once... That Houston cap space dried right up on him, and they weren't interested in him. Then he didn't have a market to go get the kind of money he got right. by at least just opting into the last year of that 35 million dollars.
5: Well, and now we wait because we need to see, and only time that is Ooh, ticking will tell Ooh, what good. James Harden That's exactly she, is going to do. I brought that for just
4: so she could speed up her <laughs> answer. <Anna. laughs> <laughs>
5: We're going to speed up the show and continue to reveal the schedule for the in-season tournament. Which teams have a tougher path to the first ever NBA Cup? Do not miss that conversation. And, Perk, let me make sure I got this right, okay? It's not my list. It ain't Richard's list. It is not Chanae's list. It is Big Perk's big list of Group B's best out west. That was a mouthful. All right, he ranks the best players in a stacked group B. Plus, we're going to take a little trip to Abu Dhabi to check in on Team USA ahead of their final two tune-up games against Greece and Germany. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started.
4: Chanae catching strays.
7: (laughs) This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
1: Here to announce our very first ever NBA in-season tournament. Let's
7: go! It's a great idea. It's aggressive. It's great for the fans to have something to kind of lock in on early in the season. The magic of Stephen Curry. I think it'll be dope. Intense games, playoff-type vibes. Mitchell. Oh.
1: We have a lot of guys
3: in this league who love to compete. So when you get a chance to play for something in the middle of a season, it's going to be really
7: fun. Nine seconds left. Bill, take us through that last sequence. I'm excited about it because all teams a chance to defeat the Cypress. Here's Tyree.
6: Tyree!
4: Oh, any situation, any tournament you're put in, you just want to win. Bridges! He's on fire.
5: You're going to get the best from, you know, everybody.
4: Gets inside, off balance, jumper, got it, go! I'm here! I'm here!
3: You're watching the NBA Today, NBA end-season tournament schedule release special.
5: The NBA in-season tournament, it is set to raise the stakes, amplify the drama throughout the early stages of the regular season, providing another layer of uncertainty in the wild Western conference. So let's take a look at the slate of games in West Group A, right, featuring the Grizzlies, the Suns, the Lakers, the Utah Jazz, and the Portland Trailblazers. Let's start here on November 10th. We haven't seen it since 2018. Kevin Durant versus LeBron James, Lakers versus Suns on ESPN, and then on November 14th, the Grizzlies. are back in L.A. to take on the Lakers. No Dylan Brooks to poke the bear here, but always fireworks, right, when these two teams face off, and this will not be any different. And then on the same night, the Blazers, they visit Utah to play the Jazz, and if either of these teams are going to make noise in Group A, you would figure they have to win this matchup so this is a good one just to set the tone here so we have storylines all over group a and what better person to help us read all of these tea leaves than brian windhorst all the way from abu dhabi beaming in with us we appreciate the time brian so so what do you think as you look through all of these storylines in group a what are you keeping an eye on
0: well, this is definitely the group of death, Malika. Somebody was going to get unlucky because the way they drew these groups together was based on last year's standings, and somebody was going to draw the Lakers who entered the the, the draw as a seventh seed, but we know they're not really a seventh seed. Turns out to be Group A. So unfortunate for the Suns that they have to play an extremely strong Lakers team in their group. The thing is, also, I don't know whether Dame Lillard is going to be traded from the Blazers early in the season. It's possible he's still going to be on the roster, so you could have Dame Lillard in this group, the one curveball is with the Grizzlies, John Moran is going to be suspended for all of this. So while the Grizzlies are technically the quote-unquote top seed mm. in this based on their seeding from last year, they will come in as somewhat of an underdog but still very formidable
5: especially on their home court. You win Group A, you've accomplished something in the in-season tournament. Brian, thank you so much. Please stick around. We're going to check in with you again on Team USA in just a little bit. Alright, While well, Group A, it features three teams that made last season's playoffs. Group B, it's headlined by Star star power, right? Nuggets, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Mavs, they all boast some big time duos. But the question is, who is going to win the group? Now, on opening night of pool play, that's November 3rd, it's the defending champion Nuggets. They take on a star-studded backcourt, right? Luka, Kyrie, and the Mavs. That's going to be a good one, guys.
3: Oh, it's going to be a ballroom one. Are you talking about Skinny Luca, Kyrie? <laughs> hey, listen, Grant Williams, Seth Curry. We forget about those additions. Well,
5: speaking of Skinny Luca, right? Can't wait to watch him lead Dallas against Kawhi. The Clippers November 10th. It feels like any time. Luca plays the Clippers. Like, he goes bizarre. It's a different version of Luca. Well, look, there's, you get a little, there's a little
4: beef. No, I won't say beef, but there's a little competition there. So, yes. you know, I, I you like that. Light the on the barbecue. barbecue. And we All might right. even get to see Zion early this, this year. This is
5: November 24th, and it's star-studded, right? It's a blockbuster on Black Friday. Zion, the Pelicans taking on Kawhi, Paul George, and the Clippers. So, Perk. There are so many huge games here, right? You can see the Suns, you can see the Pelicans, big ones going down in Group B. But it feels like in order to fully get into what Group B boasts? We need a big list. So I think it is time for not my list, not Richard's list, but big perks, big list of big ballers and Group B's best out there. I'm just going to get out of here. What out, should I say? Outstanding <laughs> What should I say?
3: Happy Tuesday or glorious morning. Damn it, this is not Woj's list. This is not Sinead's list. This is not Bobby Mark's list. It's Big Perk's list. It's not Stephen A's list, so it's not fluid. If I put it up here, damn it, it's a minute. Coming in at number five. We can talk about it. You ready, Malika RJ? Bam! Oh, gosh. Brandon Negro. Brandon Ingram, why I didn't pick Zion? Because he's not reliable. Give me this guy any day of the week. He's a walking bucket, mid-range assassin. Whatever you want, they call him a baby KD. He got the complete package. If the Pelicans are gonna do anything in this tournament and the season, it's gonna be on the back of Brandon Ingram. Wow. Coming in at number four, okay. you heard what I said. Don't oh. give me a while. Richard, help me out, I'm throwing the lob till you still got hops running. Bam! De- <laughs> yeah, that was so. Okay, there we okay, go. There we Jamal go. Jamal Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray. Coming back off an of injury, but did you see what he did in the postseason? Ooh. Did you see what he did in the finals? Talk Emma to Jokic him. and Jokic was the best duo in the game last postseason. Arguably the best duo in the game right now. The man has found his groove back. He has to be on Big Perk list. At number three, Malik, I'm dropping it off behind the back. Oh, Help here we me go. out. Here we go. Bam! There it <laughs> go. There go, Big Red. I'm loving it. Kawhi Leonard. That's my mom. Kawhi Leonard. When healthy, he is a top five player in the game. Talu said, you know what? I don't want to hear about low management this season. I want my guys to be available. When he's available, the Clippers are a better team, and he is unstoppable. And number two, Janae, I see you over there. I'm dropping it off like this here. Come run up in here. Help me out. And she running with a boot. Give it to me.
5: <laughs> oh, what the
3: fuck? That's can't. how you represent that, that, Lucas? I That's how it. you represent Luca. Bam. That's how you represent Skinny Luca. Luca been balling out of control. Luca been running on stairs. We saw what he did when he was medium Luca last season. <laughs> I believe it was what thirty-eight and eight. Skinny Luca coming back with a fresh training count with Kyrie Irving. Give me this man any day of the week. Help me out over there, by Bay and I want it together. Y'all ain't gotta run up here, but we going to number one. Help me out on three. One, two, three. BAM! Of course Wolder Bobby was going <laughs> to leave me hanging, but it's all good because I got my people with me. We going with the big fella. Yes, centers are taking over the game of basketball. We're talking about the finals MVP, Jokic. You want it all? You want the dimes? He got that. You want the rebound? rebounding? He got that. You want the post work? He got that. He go tomato chest you. You want the trade ball? Guess what? He going to light you up. This is big perks list, right, of the best out west. And we're doing it big in the group.
4: You know, the thing that's so impressive about your list, and very rarely, is that most of these teams, you only put a double up here. This man has another all-star, Zion, if he's healthy. This man has another all-star, if he's healthy, Paul George. This man has another all-star in Kyrie. So that just shows you how deadly this is. Mm -hmm. And honestly, your list it is not the worst list you've ever put together. It is not. I, I, that, that, I is that, that is a compliment. that yeah. is a compliment
3: coming from Richie It's well a minute. It's a minute. Appreciate okay, Well, you, yeah, we're proud of that. All
5: right, let's keep it pushing to Group <laughs> C because you guys can keep discussing this list over there. Just a quick reminder there if you want to take a look. We got the Kings, the Warriors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, OKC, and the Spurs in Group C to round out this list. So let's take a look at some of the games that this group is going to be playing. And we're going to start with Cheney Agumake on November 3rd when the Thunder, they host the Golden State Warriors. Warriors. And then, just a couple of days later, on November 14th, it is our first look, right? Victor Wembanyama versus Chet Holmgren. We're going to get to get a, a little shot at that. As Spurs visit the Thunder. Maybe a battle of the potential Rookie of the Year. Ooh, so I that like that. That could be interesting. All right, And then on the 24th, we have two teams that are so far, they are so far from satisfied, right? With their first round exits in last year's playoffs. We can see these two teams taking each other on. The Sacramento Kings. And then, oh, okay, coming in hot. We, we got the Lakers, and we got the Timberwolves. And then we we got the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors. I don't I mean, know, this feels like the group to watch to me, Chine. This is tough.
6: I like this group. I think it's gonna be really
5: interesting. You I know you love this so them? much. I know love you them? love this so much. So would you please <sighs> rank right, them? and you can only you can only when you drag only one goes in. No
6: more strays, I'll category. do this very efficiently. Okay. One will go into each category. Let's see it. Should I go with number one or do you want me to go with I think five. five? Let's five. they've got Wemby. I have five Kay. here, the Spurs. At four, this was a little bit of a toss-up, but I'm gonna have to go with OKC, Yep. Chet Holmgren. I'm excited for his, what is it, redshirt rookie season, yes. right? At number three, um, oh, Perk, you're agreeing with me. This was tough. I have great expectations for the Minnesota Timberwolves, but right now, sometimes they have more questions than answers, don't, you have like four segments of nah, television, this fine. is like my second. Fine. All right, and then at two, I mean, the rivalry continues, the new age rivalry. Uh I'm going with the Kings here, and I'm keeping the Warriors at one. And she so, beat the buzzer by a very.
5: The oh yeah, I nailed it! By I a very good it, amount but of time. For real,
6: I think this actually went with how the playoffs transpired. Lost in the play-in, lost in the first round, made it to the semis of the West. So yeah, I'm.
3: That's this is
5: my power ranking.
3: That is an excellent list.
5: The king of the list signs off on yeah. your case. Know Richard, do you agree? I like this. I wasn't paying
3: attention. Anybody that. signing off on them? Shoes, for the Richard full Goddard? slate of games <laughs> to look
5: forward to, tune into NBA Today <laughs> on Thursday, y'all. Hair. I'm not gonna lie, I'm going on vacation. We're going international. <laughs> Nationals, so, Tinea Gumake is going to be holding care, it down. Shoes. Oh, my Lord. I promise she'll keep it all on track. All right, still so to come on NBA today. Team USA gearing up for their final two exhibition games in Abu Dhabi. Brian Windhorse, you just got a sneak peek of him, but he is back with us to give us all the latest on America's squad. We'll be right back. Where are you going? Sacré <laughs> Bleu.
3: Welcome back to the NBA Today NBA in-season tournament schedule release special.
5: Team USA has arrived in Abu Dhabi for exhibition games as they get ready for the FIBO World Cup here. Now, Team USA, they're going to face off against Greece on Friday and then Germany on Sunday before departing to uh, before they, they they get on the road again for opening group stage matchup against New Zealand on August 26th. All right. Now joining us poolside, right, Brian Windhorst? You're up in your hotel room. You're looking out over the nice, cool pool from Abu Dhabi is Brian Windhorst. So Team USA, how are they approaching these final two warm-up games before? they head to Manila?
0: Well, Malika, the last two times I've been with Team USA before major international competitions, the warm-up games were rough. Mm. They struggled in 2019, and that portended a seventh-place finish at that World Cup. They really struggled leading into the Tokyo Olympics. They got by there and got the gold, but it was harrowing. Exactly the opposite with this team so far. They worked out today in Abu Dhabi for the first time since arriving here. They have played tremendous basketball so far. Cohesive together. Steve Kerr has a strategy. He has been building some chemistry with this group. And they had a great test on Sunday night in Spain against the defending world champions, the Spanish. They were behind in the second half of that game. Referees were calling everything against them. These guys had never been in that situation in FIBA ball before. They came together, got it done. Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brunson, Jaron Jackson, all of them looking like all-stars that they have proven to be in their careers into this position. And so they're really building positive momentum going into these last two games this weekend uh, leading into their final preparations for Manila next week.
5: Our international man of mystery, Brian Windhorst, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. We'll be catching up with you soon. All right, so all of the Team USA members, they're going to be participating in in the in-season tournament for their NBA franchises this fall and since this is the IST release special let's take a little bit of a bigger picture look with our NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski, our insider Bobby Marks and Richard Jefferson. Bigger picture, I, I feel like there's this discussion and there has been around the league for the last couple of years will there be Buy in for this? How does the league make this matter universally?
1: I think the league has to really concentrate on the younger stars in the league, maybe the 25 and under stars, and get them bought into this and sell them on the idea that, listen, if you want your next max contract and your one after that for the numbers to keep rising, this is a partnership. We share in the revenue. And if the young star players in this league, decide that this this is important, and they tell that to their teammates, to their coaches, to the front office owner, and they tell it to the fans, all of those constituencies are going to follow suit. And I think that's, as much as anything, uh, going to help sell this. I think Adam Silver should be bringing those players into his office in New York or when he's out on the road. The Players Association really target that young group of stars in this league. I think for the 30 and over players in the league, some are going to buy in, some may not. But I think for the long run, and to build this over time, they really need to focus, because once the young stars say it's important, Everyone else is going to go along with it. Well, and we also have to look at basketball history. There's always things
4: that are evolving and changing. And I remember seeing who's the first player to win a gold medal Mm. and win an NBA championship and win all-star MVP, right? Who's won all-star MVP and finals MVP in the same year? Well, I think this in-season tournament has has another tier to it. When you're a great player and you have a chance to say, hey, I won the the in-season tournament, then we went on and won the NBA championship. We were the most dominant team in the league from start to finish. There is something to be said about that. We talk so much about legacy well this is now a part of the limp NBA legacy this is a part of NBA lore who's going to be the first one to win the Jerry West award They're the Magic Johnson award there the Larry are the Larry Bird Award this falls in line as an as a thing that I think players especially younger players will start to look at and say I want to accomplish yeah. that goal
1: I mean look at look at compared to college basketball UConn last year wins the Nike tournament in Oregon beats three really good teams on the way they go on and win a national championship It wasn't a national championship in November, early December when they did that. Or the Great Alaskan Shootout. Those kinds of tournaments where you go, win against some tough competition, and it builds some fortitude for later on, especially with a young team. This is longer. It's more encompassing. But I think it's a similar model.
5: I think sometimes, though, when you see these enormous contracts getting thrown around, you can forget that $500,000 per player, which is the amount of, of prize money that each player on the winning team is going to get, that, me- that could be an incentive for some. Just how much, Bobby?
1: Well, I think when you look at the league, we think every player earns more than $30 million here, and this is a league that has 65% of players earning between $0 and 10 million dollars mm. that is a big number here and as well right. says that is that young group of players on those first round uh contracts those second round contracts here who five hundred thousand dollars basically equals the playoff share if you go deep in in there and that that certainly means something so there certainly is a, a, a financial component five five hundred thousand two hundred thousand if you lose and then it goes down to a hundred and and then fifty thousand dollars so that is a nice little element i i would love to Besides a financial element, this could be for another show here, I'd love to see the winner get an automatic bid to the playoffs. Ooh.
4: That's what I I would love to see. Look, there's a lot of things that you can play with here. There's a lot of things you can play with. Upping the money, I think, is one of them. But. I think the 500,000, anybody. Right. Any, I, look, I was a player for 17 years. I was excited about making it to the second round and getting that playoff check. Right. So every player is going to be excited about this.
5: Well, and even from the play-in tournament the first season to now, we saw an evolution. So we could certainly see some tweaks, some evolution to the in-season tournament as it continues to evolve and become more popular as we say hello to our senior writer for Anscape, Mark Spears. Mark, I'm interested in your perspective on this because you spoke to a number of players, of coaches who played in Europe who have experience with different sorts of in-season tournaments. What are their Experience has been. What's their their reaction been to this?
7: Well, I think we got to remember that a lot of players in the NBA, especially the Europeans, have been in this kind of competition before. Luka Doncic, for example, was a two-time Spanish King Cup winner. I talked to Anthony Randolph. He played in the NBA for several seasons, but he's played the last seven seasons for Real Madrid, and he was telling me that he won, you know, two Cup of Del Reys. He didn't think it was a big deal at first. But as the momentum built up toward it and his European teammates got into it with him, he started getting excited about him, and it really reminded him of playing in the NCAA tournament. Also talked to David Vanderpool, Washington Wizards assistant. He was the MVP at the Italian Super Cup in 2004, and won two russian cups and he expects that the players once they get into it just like he did in russia will find it very exciting and interesting as well
5: hall of famer mark spears thank you so much for stopping by nba today gentlemen thank you big round of applause for mark coming up here on our show we discuss the west but how about the east in season tournament schedule why one team is the heavy favorite to win it all i think perk's gonna like this rich Uh, never happened (laughs) we'll be right back
3: You're watching the NBA Today, NBA in season tournament schedule release special.
5: All right, let's take a closer look at the east side of the in-season tournament. Here are the dates, the opponents for the top seeds in group play this fall. And we are going to start in Group A. The 76ers, they're going to open against the Pistons on November 10th, followed by the Pacers, the Hawks, and then finally the Cavs on November 21st. And then in Group B, the Bucks, they're the top seed. They're going to host the Knicks on November 3rd on ESPN. Then they're going to have the Hornets, the Wizards, the Heat on November 28th. And then on to Group C, the top seed Celtics, they're going to start group play off. Hosting the Nets, that's November 10th on ESPN, and then they play the Raptors, the Magic, finally the Bulls on November 28th. Alright, that is what it looks like here. Boston, the favorite to come out on top of the East, but with this type of format, you feeling good about that perk? No,
3: no, we'll just fix
5: them up. Lou is standing on. Can you. I will give it to you. Blue. It looks great. great, and he even tied his own tie this morning. It's the oh, perfect length. It looks
7: oh,
3: Fantastic.
5: Oh, all right, so Richard Jefferson. It now. is time for Wheel of the NBA, and how please, this is going to work. Please please We're going to that. spin <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> that. You can talk about a team for 24 seconds. Whatever okay. team it lands on. If it lands on one of your beautiful faces, that person gets the pick. To the team that you talk about. We're going to roll
4: this, and whatever team pops up, that don't don't touch it. Let's see. <laughs> Okay, oh. so I get to pick between the Wizards. No, and that is no, the Wizards. That is the case. That's that is the Wizards. wizards. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, it says the Hornets. Wow. All right, really quickly. So, oh, wow. so in the Hornets group, yeah. right, you have Milwaukee, you have the Knicks, Miami, and uh, Washington Wizards. So, I have 20 more seconds to explain to you why I believe the Hornets. Can win this uh, pool. I don't. So that'll be the end (laughs) of that segment. Who's up next? They will not win their pool under any circumstance. Here, you take the list. No,
6: no. When I call for it, you help me know who's in their group. Okay. I've been wanting to be Vanna Black for a long oh time. Oh my <laughs> gracious!
4: That, that's an interesting. You dress like FloJo right now.
6: You're <laughs> for it as well. I'm here for it. Let's go. Oh, okay. I got the 76ers. Okay. So I make the case. Who's in their group?
4: Well, uh, in their group, the 76ers have Cleveland, Atlanta, the Pacers,
6: and the Pistons. And as a person that matches the wheel, who do you think? Cleveland, Atlanta, the Pacers. Those are all beautiful teams. And if they're able to keep their things together, meaning we heard the, you know, realities that Joel Embiid and Tyrese Mack. They are working out. They still have a good core group. They have an identity. They have a chemistry. Now, obviously, James Harden is a big factor in whether it is their success or their failure. They still have enough to be able to win to make uh, the noise. And to upset okay, over the okay, group.
4: okay. Listen, the the sands of time saying you're <laughs> out of it. All Why? Right? How am I out? Of, I don't know. She was you flawless, perfect. Thank you. Help perk out. Beep,
6: Thank you. I beep, 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 beep. Beep. <laughs>
4: we will get you one of those little scooters, all right, those little Walmart scooters. Your turn. Uh, all right, it's good to go. Oh yes, you get to pick my beautiful face, Scott. How lucky are you? here yeah. you know? All right, so Richard gets to pick. No, yeah, okay, cool, so th- this is what um, I want to know. I want you to explain to, to me why the why the Heat can win theirs in the Heat. It is. It is Milwaukee,
3: the the Knicks, the Hornets, and the Wizards. Well, I'm going to explain because for the simple fact that the Heat actually went to the finals last year. That's fair. So even if they don't trade for uh, Damian Damian Lillard, you still got Jimmy Butler, who's the ultimate competitor. You still have Tyler Hero, who's going to come back, bam, out of bio, And you have arguably the best coach in the Eastern Conference in their exposure, who's going to have his guys ready.
4: I have one last question. Do you think that the Miami Heat will win the end-season tournament? Oh, uh, no. 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 Okay. So, well, yeah, I have to think that. That's,
5: that's, that's yeah. actually a perfect segue because now we can throw up the odds of who has the best chance to win the in-season. What, Ooh, what are you event. brushing air? <laughs> oh, no. It's like, i like late the baby hairs down. You're the in-season tournament uh, favorite as we <laughs> roll Perk back to the desk here. The no, Celtics have the best odds. It's like one of those football the the that they train with. <laughs> they round out the top four. All right. Big Perk, who you got winning it?
3: I got the, the odds. I got the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. We're talking about a team that actually had the best record in the league last year. Who don't take the regular season for granted, and all of a sudden Giannis he gets his knee cleaned up, he's going to be ready. Drew Holiday is coming back with it on his mind. We saw with Jimmy Butler how Jimmy Butler was talking reckless to him. Chris Middleton he's going to come back healthy. They have the best roster in the NBA, and they're going to win the end season tournament. Rich, so now listen. For me, <laughs> I'm done Like,
4: you. what are
6: you doing? Well, you got
3: a little bit of nails. Why time, are bro. you damaging him?
4: I am not damaging him. He's, okay, he's exfoliating He's not rushing. he's exfoliating This is my sleeper pick, right? I think, the, I think the Lakers are my sleeper pick. Only reason why, I know LeBron doesn't have a lot of, lot of these, like, mm. opportunities, and I think he wants to check another box. So I think the Lakers and Anthony Davis will play extremely hard early on to try and get that done. Set the tone.
6: I think you convinced me in the break. I think the Celtics, they're the favorites for a reason. If uh, in their group, uh, the Nets, the Raptors, yep. the Bulls, and the Magic,
5: they, they can make it out. I think the Celtics, if they started well, off the, half half of the season, hot this last season. year. I think they're going to start it off again. The only thing with them is they can't win the in-season tournament. And, and they not little, win the yeah, whole Yeah, they got to go for it. All right, we'll see you on Thursday for the rest of the schedule reveal. I'm headed Bit to out. Europe, so Chanae's <laughs> holding it down. Please button up. Oh, Lord, y'all. I'm we'll out. see.